so um, I take it no one remembers what happened last time for real. <laughs> Look, I mean, we... This, it's a city of night. There's always night here. And there are demons outside the city in the water. I think we're well, playing a role-playing uh, game, if I remember correctly. I can tell you what happened in my Blades in the Dark game. It's actually, it was really fun and sweet, but... <laughs> so, no, I think I have a decent recollection of what happened. So we realized that we spent a long time talking about whether we wanted to go after the vampires or stop the circle of flame from doing their weird voodoo ritual. And we eventually decided to go stop the voodoo ritual. You guys went to the lounge that they hang out in, and I went to the sewers underneath. Yeah. I we made arguably the right call. Yeah. So you all followed them. Eventually, Flint um, broke off, and I followed Flint. So you guys went underground. They were doing the ritual. The hollows formed the body of the god thing again. And then um, there was some fighting, pretty sure. Like, you guys threw a grenade at it. You um, guys. I was trying to then, stop it. No, like, I just wasn't there, so I wasn't paying as much attention to all the decisions that were made. And then on my end, I was with... I followed Flint to the train yard where there was Huard and um, Sata- not Satara. What's the other um, demon? Um, uh, Teslin. And they, I guess, found out that this thing, this ritual was going on. So Huard and all of his men went through the streets to go go attack in the Undercity, the demon thing. And while they were gone, Teslin and Flint were trying to steal the big soul rock, I think it was. And while they were trying to steal it, I sneak up on them. The soul rock talks to me and says I should go help my friends and not to worry. And then he sang me a song and it was beautiful. No, that didn't happen. And then I went back <laughs> underground. You guys were fighting. I think a couple of people got hurt. Like somebody, I think, I feel like... Toby's character like really tried to throw himself in a canal to get out of there, but I may be misremembering. Um, <laughs> I just care. That's what I did. But we 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 all got out um, with like pretty minimal issues, I think. Um, but I think the fight was still going on while we were leaving. No, Huard came down and finished it off after I did my best okay. to try to fight it with rocks. Essentially, I was not very effective. Uh, you wound up we setting it on fire. I mean, I and set lots of things on fire. That doesn't mean I'm effective. I think where we left off, I know that Sophia had convinced Lord Mora and Harvel Brogan after com- uh, after helping them escape. Oh yeah. She uh, she convinced them that now would be a great time to raid uh, the train. Because they could see down there that Huard and the Emperor's Breakers were otherwise occupied. And Cliff had escaped with uh, Lady right. Penderlin. Right. Um, and I, I know that he had run into Virgil uh, as they were escaping. And was trying to convince him to leave too. But Virgil went down there to help out. But I don't know where Cliff was planning on taking Lady Penderlin. Um, away from the resurrecting dead god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't away think he had like giant... a... You've seen the end of Akira. That, that, that's what I imagine was popping off. And, <laughs> you know, I don't need to be... I don't need to be there. I'm good. So where are you going then? Where do we find you and Lady Penderlin at as y'all escape? I mean, we just saw, you know, this, this ridiculous body horror creature just come out of nowhere. Uh, probably going to keep growing. 
so I don't know. We pop out of the street. Uh, Cliff is just, you know, mine's racing. He has no clue what to do. Does Pinderin? What does what Pinderin do when we come up? Um, so as y'all, uh, get out of the sewers and, uh, into the open street, you know, you climb up one of those ladders and come out in an alleyway, probably near your lair, I would say, near the Cliff Claw Law office. Oh, really? And, yeah, she, uh, she looks around and, uh, she says, well, thank you for helping to get me out of there. Yeah, that was a that was a rush. I didn't expect, you know, that uh, <laughs> a lot of things, uh, you know, our God coming from up on high, but not whatever that was. Uh, as you're standing there and talking with her, you're over near the law office near Giant Park, and you have a good view of Crow's Foot across the canal, and there is like a break in the fog and the cloud cover. So you can see the Crow's Tower um, there in the center of the district. Uh, there's faint sunlight, you know, because the sun's broken. And you notice that you can also see one of the moons in the sky at the same time. It looks like it's about to be uh, crossing over uh, the sun itself. And Lady Penderlin said, the eclipse, the... This was why we needed to do this tonight, but I guess we'll just have to wait for the next one. Yeah, we have we have time to repair. If that, you know, at least it's us. At least we still have us. <laughs> you can also see on top of Crow's Tower uh, the glint of movement. It looks like someone is moving around on top of Crow's Tower. Is Crow's okay, Tower 20, different 20, from the Crow's Nest? Really? Yeah, it it is the Crow's Nest. I'm sorry. What do my elf eyes see? Uh, Apparently, it, I can it, see people on the horizon. So I was asking. Make a make some sort of sight check. See if your eyes work. Uh, study. Is there prowl. a spooky vampire a flying around? This is more of a survey, probably. I don't see. It could be the one. No, it's going to be gather information about location and its target. Do you have anything that could help you out there too? Like any sort of tools? Oh, right. The binoculars you keep in your pocket. At all oh, times. Yes, those. I'm going to drain the bottle of whiskey and look through it like a magnifying glass. <laughs> 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 yeah, that. Uh, uh, I don't really think I have much. Uh, yeah, it, it, it was more it, of a joke than anything that I didn't think I'd be able to see that that far. But uh, no, nope, I've got a bunch of concert roll stuff, but not looking. Okay. Well, you can see there's something going on over there. So, uh, What are you going to do with Penderlin now? That you got her out. What's the next step? What's the next step of your plan? Uh, no, we did that before we came. So I'm good. I mean, wouldn't you? Have... <laughs> There's no better aphrodisiac though than you know seeing a, a bulbous dead god be resurrected in front of you. That gets me going. Kink discovered. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I think at this point we should probably try to hide out because, I mean, there were there was fighting going on down there, right? There was, um, was it Breakers we saw? It was Breakers, right? Yeah, yep, the Breakers were down there for sure. I mean, the Breakers are probably going to be looking for us, uh, and I don't know what's still happening down there. Uh, we may not even have to worry about the Breakers because the impending apocalypse uh, may happen. 
so uh let's hide out somewhere uh i guess we could well if we go back to what was it the the, the blue the blue wizards hideout there the centralia club the centralia club yeah uh the breakers are probably going to be waiting for us there if they know as much as i think they do i don't want to take her back well she, no, she's been to cliff claw that's my that's my public face uh so yeah yeah you know what let's take her back to my apartment if things okay. happen then things happen Pour there's nothing else wine, see what happens yeah. you know, see where the evening I takes mean, you yeah if nothing else it is safe so are relatively <laughs> safe so safe i know where you fuckers live <laughs> relatively safe compared to everything else in this hell forsaken <laughs> city so you're taking her back to the law office yep okay all right, so yeah, uh, it's not that far away, and you're able to lead her to safety inside. Let's go a little bit south to uh, Night Market, where we find Sophia, Lord Mora, and Harville Brogan um, coming out of one of the sewer entrances that are there, pretty near the train station. So oh, what's yeah. what's the plan? I mean, we're going to raid the train, right? Yeah. Let's go up there and see what's what. Yeah. So uh, as you approach the train, um, you see that, yeah, it doesn't look like like Quard left any sort of guards aboard the train, at least near the entrances anyway, uh, just because he was in such a hurry to stop what was going on. Uh, you're able to find pretty easy access to that um kind of office that he was using before uh that virgil was being held in uh you can see where there was something like attached to the wall at one point where virgil had seen that giant soul stone but it's gone now and there's no sign of uh either flint or tessalin here do we the players know where it went or was it still there when john when um uh, virgil left well, when Virgil left, like both uh, Teslin and Flint were trying to remove it, but okay. we don't know where it's at now. Yeah, okay. So it's you know it's safe to assume that they took it, but not where they took it. Although I think uh, Virgil still had his little tracking beacon on Flint. So yeah. Um. So in this room, you've got um you've got a desk. There's a a entrance to another car. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll look to the desk and I'll tell them to like po- you know poke their heads in the next car. I mean, they're 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 rich fucks. They should be accomplished, you know, this kind of thing. They didn't get the they didn't get this way by their good looks alone. So in the desk, uh, how quickly do you want to try to to rummage through that? Are you gonna take your time or? I'll take my time unless they tell me like guards are coming or something. You know? Right. Um, so inside the desk, you find a letter that's addressed to Huard from the, um, from the Lord Minister of War. The basic, uh, information that you get from the letter is that there's been more unrest in Scotland, and it looks like there's gonna be a rebellion there imminently, um, and it's requesting that Huard, uh, return post-haste. Oh, definitely... I kind of chuckle at that, and I'm assume it has. Does it look like a seal or a, a signature from the Lord Commander of War? Like, how is it authenticated? Yeah, there's a seal. I'll make sure that stays nice and uh, intact, or nice and you know, in two pieces or whatever, so I can maybe use that for my own, you know, ill, Ill doings later. <laughs> okay, so you're gonna, yeah, go ahead and uh, 
put that uh, on your sheet that you've picked up that seal. I'm sure there's someone who'd be more than happy to pay a pretty penny for it at the very least. I'll write my own letter that's like, this, you know, this bear is entitled to a bunch of money, then I'll go to the <laughs> treasury and be like, pay up, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll pay me 10 coin? I'm gonna go get 100 coin out of the coffers, so. There you go. So as you're looking through the desk, uh, you hear talking uh, in the next car. And as you're, as you finish rummaging around in there, you see Lord Mora, or actually, I think it's a uh, Harville carries a limping uh, Fitz with you or with him. Uh, does he have any hands left? He does not have any hands left. No. Oh God, that's <laughs> horrifying! What a you just, just kill himself. It's a terrible way to live. Wow, rude! I'm gonna make him Sparkcraft hands. <laughs> this is gonna be awesome. I guess if you can make him Sparkcraft hands, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> and he says, oh, oh, Sophia, it's so good to see you. I, I knew that y'all wouldn't leave me out to dry. And yep, here to rescue you. And uh, when he says that, Harvale kind of gives you a quizzical look because... I just I just give him a... We'll, we'll talk about this later. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know you as Sophia. Uh, what exactly was it all that you were hoping to find here on the train? I guess I was hoping to find that giant soulstone rock, but if that's gone, I guess anything of... I mean, again, Sophia's main goal here is to raise her standing with the organization. Is there anything useful? There, There is a couple more things, because Lord Mora walks out of that uh, same car with a, uh, a familiar-looking rod and a familiar-looking eye. Nice. So he has both uh, the Eye of Kotar and the Seven-Branched Rod. Remind me, what is Fitz to them? Is Fitz an ally of them or an F- enemy of them? Fitz, uh, Fitz was just an obstacle to them because he yeah. had the Eye, but um, had hired you guys to protect it. Yeah, He was keeping them from the Eye, but not maliciously. He just wanted it. And he said, oh... Thank you for rescuing me. I'll I'll be taking my eye back. And Lord Morris scoffs and says, "No, this this was not yours to have in the first place." Just so be- says, "We can you to hold that eye with your no hands." Let's get come on. Let's get you out of here. Offensive. And I, I'll tell Mora and Brogan. I'm like, look, let me. You know, I, I, I we get. I'll take him somewhere to get patched up. You guys get those artifacts out of here, and you know, we'll circle back at the you know, whatever the next meeting or at the club or something. You happen to know somebody who's pretty good at modifying bodies. <laughs> oh, so um, can I graft so somebody y- else's hands on him? Can you give him like giant robot hands, like, <laughs> like a hull? Like that would be cool. Just put two tiny souls in each one so they're animated. <laughs> Do souls have different sizes? Depends yeah, like Donald Rumsfeld is a really small soul. I would have argued that he doesn't have one at all, but okay. Everyone has a soul. It's just his is was shriveled and tiny. Makes sense. It's like uh, the Grinch's heart. He was in the pool. <laughs> Sophia, you can help uh, help Fitz out while uh, Harvale and uh, Lord Mora uh, retrieve the artifacts. You've got something that could lead to a, uh, a fake seal, a counterfeit seal. So Yeah. And uh, so back down underground, so we've got Huard, Virgil, and Iskra. Yeah, they're the ones that are there. So we've got uh, Huard, Virgil, and Iskra. Uh, there's the giant pile of bodies that was left over 
uh, after the uh, after the failed resurrection attempt of Kotar. Oh, it's Christmas. We've got the uh, there's the smashed uh, remnants of several of the breakers littered across this little clearing around the um, uh, around the cistern. Um, and one of the breakers uh, climbs out of that cistern, uh, carrying the heart of Kotar, uh, and it offers it to Huard and says, Well, that's one more obstacle in their way, at least. And uh, another one carries uh, the hand out of it. With, uh, with these out of their grasp, I'll have less to worry about at night, for certain. Thank you again for your assistance in thwarting their, uh, their efforts to resurrect that dead god. Sure thing. Yeah, no, uh, no problem. Uh, uh, how about a reward? I mean, a little bit of a problem. <laughs> it was not easy to do. Oh, you want a reward? What did you do? I was, I'm here. I, You're I here. You're... I'm pretty sure I helped you do an attack last time. Did you? I don't I think I so. actually don't remember. I would say that you've definitely earned the reward on top of clearing your two names off of the Emperor's naughty list. Hey, we're a team. <laughs> hey, please, hey, we're a team. Please tell me that's what it's actually called, because that's hilarious. The gang is off, <laughs> off the naughty list, to be honest. <laughs> I don't think the gang is. Movie? <laughs> Emperor's naughty list. <laughs> oh, that was the straight to video porn adaptation. Okay. Of the Emperor's new groove. Yeah, Emperor Kuzco. <laughs> when when the sun hits the light just right. How we're gonna work that out is we're gonna go ahead and clear y'all's heat. Uh, if y'all have any heat right now, well, you had one heat we, and no level, though. so. Uh, but I mean, it's more narratively. If like your status with the emperor will go up from the like negative one it was back to zero, that's better than trying to kill us. Yeah. Yep. It is. Yeah. So he's not. Uh, he's not so angry with you guys anymore now that y'all helped him recover some of that stuff. He turns to Virgil and says, "I appreciate you uh, returning your end of the bargain. Sure. If you remember, he uh, he sprung you out of the prison early. I to, yeah. We were." Digging up cool chain or something, right? When when you sprung me. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, th- that was something that had been found. That's right. Yeah. No. Um. Well, I'm glad the fortunes aligned, as it were. We have to make our own fortunes. We can't wait on a god to come and save us. We have to save ourselves. I point up and I say, I was talking about the eclipse. You know, just just a cool joke. I don't think Hward's the joking type, really. Come on, Hward. Get a life. Rude. I pat Hward on the back. Uh, he kind of gives you a wry smile and says, "Well, oh, he's into it." Okay. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> into those backpacks. Gonna get on Satara's naughty list. Is there anything that y'all want to do with Hward while y'all have him here, or do you just want to try to get away from him as um, soon as you can? I... You got any poisons, Oscar? Yes, always. I am a poison. No. Oh, all right. You are. Give him a hug. Um, no, oh. I mean, I, I don't see a reason to to do anything else with him. That's I mean, he does also have a whole bunch of breakers just standing around, like, waiting. I kind of want a couple of these bodies, but he's probably going to frown on me taking them. You can ask. Horde! 
Uh, about these corpses. Uh, we can alert the authorities here in Duskwall. There's no reason for us to concern ourselves with those. Oh. I will send a letter and they will be properly taken care of. Good. Whatever souls were in there are long gone by this point. So you're just, you're just gonna, you're just gonna leave them down here? That's fine, yeah. Probably a good idea. Probably for the best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did, any, did any of the breakers die? <laughs> a couple, uh, yeah. Yeah, um, there's significantly fewer breakers now. There's like, like a couple of those corpses would be pretty sweet to check mm-hmm. out. Yeah, it's like XCOM. You gotta, you know, cut off one of everything you kill. <laughs> he had like 12 when he came to Duskwall, and he's, there's probably just like five or six left. Um, fight, fighting that, uh, uh, fighting Kotar really took a toll out of him. So there will be plenty. And the ones that are left look really beat up too. Yeah. Some are missing arms or have big, uh, big gouges taken out of them. So there will be plenty of excess hands lying around. I've got some load left. If you want me to stick a couple of these hands in my pocket for you, I'm gonna come back for them after I'm not being stared at by a representative of the uh, emperor. Okay. Since he's just gonna leave them here, I'm gonna be like, "Yeah, we're all leaving together. I'll see you later," and then come down and retrieve some. Checks out. All right. Not Let's just out hands, of you know. Um. Oh, uh, Sophia, can you make a uh, a check for me? A study. Why? Uh, I just want to see whether or not you get some extra information from that letter that you read earlier. Well, I'd like to um like to use a use Rook's Gambit to roll a better action rating. So I'm, I'm gonna do that. Okay. <laughs> I mean, only because Sophia may not be great at this kind of study, but she's great at you know, manipulating people and getting court intrigue and talking to people. In fact, as part of her job as a ship's quartermaster back in the Dagger Isles pirate ship, she was often the one having to do all these kind of negotiations. So she's good at reading between the lines. But that comes as a resort as a result of her being able to sway really well. Not necessarily, you know, read real hard. <laughs> okay. Reading So hard. you're gonna try to sway someone else to read this document for you? No, I'm just reaching I'm just using that part of my brain, you know? Okay, so take your two stress. Yep, got a five. So there seems uh, to be something strange about the way that that letter was written from the uh, Lord Minister of War. The tone of it seemed less demanding and more deferential. He was informing Huard of the fact that, that this rebellion was fomenting and needed to be dealt with. But you don't get the sense that he was telling Quard to go and do it so much as requesting aid or informing him of it, if that makes sense. So Quard pretty got a lot of suction. Yeah, that that's the sense you're getting from it. Yeah, okay. You know who's going to have more suction? A fully resurrected Kotor. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, back down underground, yeah, Huard uh, is gonna have his, uh, have his breakers, like, pick up some of the pieces. They can't, you know, recover everything, but they're gonna leave with the hand and the heart. Well, he finds out about that trade deal. <laughs> <laughs> as, uh, as everyone is leaving the, uh, train or emerging from the sewers, the, uh, uh, the eclipse is getting more and more into totality. I guess that's what it's called. Instrumentality. <laughs> Huard and his breakers get on the train, and uh, the train 
pulls out of the station. Uh, Train Force One has uh, priority over everything else on the rails, and it may even have its own dedicated rail line, honestly, because, you know, y'all don't have to worry about Huarden Town anymore. For the moment, anyway. Yeah. Uh, Iskra and Sophia can both make uh, survey rolls if you want. I don't have any pips in survey at all. Why are we making survey rolls? Because you're out and about in <laughs> uh, Duskwall right now. All right. So I got a three and a three, so I take the lower. Um, yeah. I you're not gonna. There's not gonna be any negative effects for failing this. I got a four. I'll feel bad about four. myself. Okay. Um. So as you're, uh, Sophia, as you're walking back, well, where are you headed? I'm dragging a, a handless Fitz back to our lair so that you know, <laughs> Doctor. Insano can work on him. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor Insano. Insano. All right. Uh, so as you cross the uh, bridge from Coleridge into Charter Hall, uh, you can uh, you get a good look at Crow's Foot as well, and you see on top of the Crow's Nest a uh, that there seems to be some sort of light shining up there, which is very not normal. Ah, that's crazy. But I got a man with no hands here, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I real I, as a player, I realize you're trying to dangle a thread in front of us, but as a character, I have a priority right now. Yeah, no, and I completely get that. Uh, so I think that like Iskra probably, uh, Iskra and Virgil probably come back uh, through the underground entrance into the lair. Uh, Sophia and uh, Fitz come in through the front door, and uh, Cliff, what are you and uh, Penderlin doing right now? Uh, how long has it been? Did you bring Penelope back to our, our secret fucking lair? Yep. I took <laughs> her to my apartment. I took her to my apartment where she's already been. Okay, so not our secret, it's secret like, lair. It's like on the side, you know? It's lair adjacent. I'm not yeah. taking her to the inner sanctum and shit. Well, I'm taking her to the inner sanctum. You're taking, you're taking her to our inner sanctum. sanctum. You're going to her inner sanctum. Okay. Yeah. So I, I misunderstood that, too, because I thought you lived in the crew quarters as well. I mean, I'm not taking a random-ass cultist, a crazy person, to our secret lair. No, I'm taking her to a separate living space. I think by this point, I probably got my own apartment off to the side or something. But anyway. You probably live yeah. above the offices. Something like that, yeah. Have I a imagine little apartment it's, up there. It's probably close, but not, you know, I'm not living in Isker's dungeon you know <laughs> where she dissects people uh, formaldehyde building the air i don't do that in the bedroom <laughs> i don't believe that <laughs> tabitha i know iskra that's not true <laughs> trust okay, me we i can don't hear i don't do all of it in the bedroom there's a separate sleeping chamber that i, <laughs> I could fuck. clean I, if necessary I fuck in the dungeon and i sleep in the bedroom <laughs> <laughs> She's just got a t-shirt that says Morticians do it on the table yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot believe you God. Uh, Yeah so I mean we're we're probably in my apartment which isn't necessarily a secret lair but I might can hear them you know as they enter in the open okay. window <laughs> Okay yeah so everyone's uh, back together Gang's all back together Gang's back together do they bring Fitz into the lair yeah, part? So, yeah. Oh, you're bringing him downstairs to the lair? Wherever wherever Miss Gray is. 
Yeah. You take him through that uh, secret bookcase entrance to Iskra's workshop. Yeah, there's uh, there's Fitz, and he's handless. No hand, no hands Fitz. That's what they call him, though. Who are they? Whatever. All right, I'm I'm personally delighted, if somewhat inappropriately so, that Fitz has no hands now, because I'm gonna see how he feels about flippers, or slightly haunted hull hands. Uh, We've got options now. If I had to choose between the two, then I'd take, you know, hands. <laughs> uh, what if, what if? He points to your neck and is like, how's that really working out for you? What if I give you normal hands on the ends of the arms you have now, and then I graft further arms onto you that have different options? I, I would just like hands. <laughs> you know. Somewhat boring. I could make them glow. <laughs> with your moss stuff i mean there's got to be some way maybe i could just irradiate them a lot and cook thought... his food just by holding it <laughs> <laughs> slap it forty thousand times fitz you've never you've never you've never like had any desire to have different kinds of hands what about just extra fingers uh not not really i i would I would prefer hands of, like, a hand type. What about two hands on each arm? <laughs> uh, Fitz. Fitz looks at uh, Sophia for help. <laughs> Look, honestly, you you basically blew my cover, so I'd rather, I'd rather she just kills you. I mean, I mean, that's an option. If we're going to be honest, I mean, you're lucky you're going to get weird animal hands. <laughs> what do you mean I blew your cover? Maybe... Can you graft onto him the concept of discretion? Oh, I haven't because isolated that. Is that, an that. Option? I don't know where that is in the in the human brain, but I bet if I compare his brain to a normal one, I could see the discrepancy where he's missing something and figure it out. Yeah, that would be ideal. <laughs> uh, Fitz no longer knows whether or not he's safer here than he was on the train. <laughs> I mean, Fitz, you've never worked in a criminal enterprise before? No? You're criminals? <laughs> You're a criminal! He's not! How He's am a, I a criminal. Wait, I thought he was a criminal. <laughs> He's a, he, he runs a museum. <laughs> yeah, but I thought it was like a I thought it was like Hobby Lobby stolen from you know Iraqi like shady museum. I mean all I museums everything... are like that to an extent. I think everything in a setting is criminal in some way. We just have to find out yeah. which which way. <laughs> well, maybe I misunderstood that. I thought he was a similar kind of underworld dealer. No, he's he's the kind of like criminal. We are. He's the kind of criminal who thinks they're a good person, which makes him arguably more dangerous to everyone, including himself. He needed those artifacts because he deserves those artifacts. Mm-hmm. He paid money for them. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, yeah, I mean, do what you can. You know, make sure he understands the value of discretion. I mean, I'm leaning towards cutting his head open at this point, but. Hmm, I I really do want to graft. Does he have a will? Hard to write out a will without Uh, hands. I mean, not on him. (laughs) I wonder wonder if we're in it. (laughs) I wonder if we could be. You guys need to roll something to craft these amazing hands. Just knock them out and give them something. Uh, I think I'm going to go with spark craft for this one. You got to tinker some hands onto him? You got some... uh... Yeah, I've got... Because I've got um, Artificer. That gives me a plus one. 
to so my roll. If if it's an arcane feature, um, I have strange methods, which allows me to take plus one plus one result level to my roll. So yeah. which is pretty nice. I think my um, artificing plus my physicking should get me to the point where I could reasonably craft some some prosthetic hands that would work at least well enough for him to grasp things. Like the concept of decency and discretion. Um, so is that something gonna... that you want to do like right now? Or do you think it's going to be like the process of the next couple of days? I think I can I can knock something out right now that's going to be sort of crude and wouldn't work very well. And then make it a long-term project to make it better. If he's good, you'll get him better ones? If, if he behaves himself, I will, I will craft better hands for him. Okay. Well, um... All right, so try to stick some of those whole hands on him. <laughs> oh, that's a there six. You there you so. go. Six. Six, so, yeah. five, one were the rolls. So, yeah, there's uh, the arc of, you know, uh, a welding torch, and, uh, you know, there's the smell of ozone, and Fitz is yelling a little bit as you attach these, like, clamps onto the ends of his nubs. Yeah, they're kind of like pincers. They're not, they're not um, very effective. I do but, not use any anesthesia, so this is going to be fun. <laughs> but yeah, when, once you're done, he's able to open and close his crab hands. Uh, that you, oh, These crab pincers crab that you hands. have for him. He has little crab hands now. <laughs> uh, and, he sa- and he says, oh, Wow, this is much better than I thought it would be. It's better than no hands, for sure. And then he tries to, like, scratch an itch and impales himself. <laughs> They're not that sharp. He'd just get, like, little little scratches that bleed. So Virgil, uh, probably about this point, you notice that the world goes even darker uh, outside through the windows. Because the, uh, the eclipse is at its fullest now. And uh, you begin to notice that, that like, the hair on your arms start standing on end. Like, everyone gets that to some degree, but Virgil, you're able to, like, definitely pinpoint it to some sort of disturbance in the ghost field. Do you feel it? I say to someone. A disturbance in the ghost field. (laughs) Like a million minds crying out in terror, and then silence. Well, kind of, except for that last part. (laughs) About to be silenced. (laughs) I'm like, hey, I think I think something's going on outside. Uh, I'm gonna go stand out in the street and take take a closer look at the eclipse. Uh, anyone want to join me? Sure, that seems reasonable, like a totally reasonable thing to do. Uh, does there a roof to our uh, law offices? Maybe we go up there. Did you just ask <laughs> if there's a roof? <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a roof. A roof that we can access and stand upon. <laughs> I can't. So I've got a roof, clear. but I can't stand upon it, right? <laughs> I mean, you yeah, could if you tried. If I had a long ladder, right? Sure. <laughs> Man, anyone could stand on almost any roof because if, if it's a roof you can't stand on, that's a wall. <laughs> <laughs> you can stand on some walls. So it's probably accessible from uh, uh, from Cliff's apartment since he lives up above the office. Yeah. Let's go up there. Let's let's go up there. So we climb up there. I, I want to listen at his door. They're still uh, having a good time. I I mean, how good of a time were y'all having, Cliff? You should roll something. Uh, yeah, yeah roll, roll your. I, is this going to be a finesse that. or a wreck? What kind of I'm, roll are you I'm doing? I roll my command roll. <laughs> okay. 
Tinker. Yeah, tinker. yeah I'm gonna roll my Tinker O hand stuff. It could really be almost anything. Hunt, hunt could work. Now, how how long was it um, the we were there and then there's the party showed up? Were they gone doing Clark stuff for like an hour? It, pr- it was probably like 45 minutes to an hour, yeah. Okay, well, we probably hadn't heated up enough to get to hot and heavy. Uh, still, still really shaken up by you know seeing a resurrected meat god uh, come out of nowhere, <laughs> and then so, like fifteen uh, minutes after that, you hear uh, Fitz screaming downstairs, <laughs> <laughs> and then you hear us knocking on the door saying, "Hey, can we go through to your closet to get up to the roof?" <laughs> <laughs> Just a random knock. Am I, am I supposed to be consorting with you guys in front of Pendarin? Eh. I think weren't we separated? I mean, I'm pretty sure no. We don't know <laughs> that she's up there. That's true. Uh, well, when the uh, you know the eclipse starts really popping off, we're gonna go out on the little balcony I've got, which is really just more like a fire escape uh, in size. So I probably don't even like hear you guys knock because we're already out on the fire escape. All right, so we go out on the little Juliet balcony. If you guys do the same downstairs, you probably see me and her up there. Are you clothed? Uh, You're asking if they stepped out onto the balcony. You just stand yeah. out there, just full dong on display, just uh, <laughs> let it all just suck in. You, I'm going to like, I'm gonna you know, when you guys, when I see you guys come out, I'm gonna sort of turn her toward me, you know, facing away from you. Maybe try to do more intimate brace to to justify it. <laughs> I, I don't really want her to see us this close and start putting two and two together, you know. Just in case. Yeah, we're up on the roof, you're on the balcony. Got it. Yeah. As y'all look out, you can see the uh the eclipse happening overhead. It's kind of a muted affair uh here in uh Duskwall because the sun doesn't shine nearly as brightly. But there is a corona around uh around the small sister that's blocking it out. You can all see the light that's shining on top of the crow's nest at this point. And as you're standing there, the wind is still and heavy. The perpetual mist and fog and light rain has abated, and it just seems incredibly clear. Uh, As you stand there, uh, the wind does seem to start picking up, pushing suddenly from the direction of the crow's nest. So they're doing something um, that they probably should not be allowed to continue doing up there. All in favor of going where Jeremy so desperately wants us to go and seeing what the fuck they're doing up there. If anyone has a way to, you know, look up there, you don't have to go all the way there. All right, I'm going to pull out my spyglass and take a peek. So you can see up there Pretty clearly through the uh, spyglass, you see Teslin and Flint both standing on top of the flat roof of the crow's nest. Ah, fuck. And between them hovers the large soul stone glowing brightly. Hmm. Virgil, take a look at this. Can I star 69 and get that uh, soul stone back on the the line? Um, you could try to make an attune check. The age yeah, of 30, I'll, I have no idea what that even is. I'll attune. Let's see that. 
pull out my fine spirit mask and I hit the star 69 function and I get a three, <laughs> a three, and a five. Yeah, as you are trying to attune to the ghost field, the field itself seems to be entirely in chaos right now. Like, uh, you've described it before as, as being kind of like a shadow version of the world that you're in. Mm-hmm. Now the the soul stone that's up there on the above the crow's nest is like shining like a star uh, throughout the ghost field uh, and casting everything into stark relief. You can't see anything there except for it. Like you don't see any ghosts. You don't see the auras of your friends that are right next to you. Uh, you can only vaguely see the outlines of these buildings that have seeped in the ghost field for centuries, but it looks like whatever is there is just, like, blowing them away. Uh, like, they, you feel the pressure of the wind uh, here in the ghost field, and somehow understand that that seems to be what's causing the wind in the real world as well. But as you reach out, it's the only thing that you can touch, and it says... Virgil. That's me. <laughs> what 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 are you what's going on? Is this good or bad or Of course this is good. Good for home. Yeah, what's happening? The time for the world to be reborn has come again. I'm sure she had a Kotar here. Along with my body. Along with your body. Your your body? The one that Who's... was shattered and sundered so long ago. It's time for everything to return. And what happens to what's here? You ask for my protection and you'll be protected. You and your friends. You've already received protection from me since before you even know. And everyone else? Creepy. What about the people who aren't directly my friends? Are they going to survive? <laughs> what about everyone else? I mean, I re- there's this hot dog vendor and I just... Or what do we call them in this world? I forget. Fantasy Mush hot dogs. Mush dogs. Mush dogs. Like, is, what about him? Or like his son? Or, you know... The guy I get the spirit bottles from. Everything in this world returns to its essence. Sooner or later. Not comforting, my dude. And, and and this is speeding up that process? For some, but not for all. Do I have any choices? <laughs> you Everyone have has choices. trillions of choices, my dude. We just need to figure out what's gonna be the right one for this <clears throat> moment. Um, does, does everything have to be remade? There are good things. There are not terrible things. There are truly terrible things that are horrible, but we still want to keep them. Speaking solely for myself. Like men with crab hands? (laughs) The things that you believe are good are transient. The things that you believe are bad are also transient. And I have no interest in those. I think around this point, you start getting, like... You start noticing, rather, that your connection with him feels toxic. And I want you to take the minus one harm uh, touched by a god. Alright. How do you cure that? I was thinking it should be a level two, but you don't have a lot at risk right here. Like, you're basically communicating from them. You're not even in the same district. Right, right. But... I think that's when uh, Satara uh, appears next to you as well. Or take off the 
the spirit masks and sever my connection to the ghost field. And I guess I turned to everybody and be like, so um, the god wants to remake the world. And he says we're all fine. But I'm not sure I'm fine with everyone else not being. Um, I need other people to continue to exist so I can harvest their parts. So let's go up there and disrupt this shit if we can. But I... <laughs> I mean, it, wouldn't it be nice for there to be a sun? I'm wouldn't... going... Is this, is this a different god? I'm going to accumulate know. all of the acids I own in the event that they have any effect on uh, this sentient rock. I'll meet you uh, in the street. I mean, I feel like the Kotor situation is handled, so is there another god yes. vying for resurrection tonight? There's another god trying to there, resurrect yeah. tonight. Because so this is apparently there, the night I for that re- shit. Should have resurrected Kotar, but no, he goes for all like, I don't want to be part of that cool ass. Cool so people. over there, we got Flint, <sighs> asshole. And then we got, this is the third time I've asked Teslin, also <laughs> asshole. Teslin, asshole. And I point to Satara, and Satara, an asshole. I can trust. And she says that Teslin's also an asshole. And Teslin hasn't really wronged us. Yet. So you uh, live your whole life, uh... Believing everyone's going to wrong you sooner or later. I can only ever be pleasantly surprised. Does Satara have anything to say? Satara probably... Uh, oh, by the way, there's a demon here, y'all. Um, That's fine. Do I, do Have we met Satara before, or is this a new occurrence? All right, so uh, Satara uh, is here now in her demon form, because that's the only form y'all have seen her in. Wow. And... Uh, and spirit bane charms work against demons? The demon bane charms do. I don't have one of those. I have one of them. I guess I'm out of luck then. Um, Why would you want? She's a goodie. Goodie. She I don't know who this is. A demon appears. I'm not going to be like, oh, what up, demon? No, I, I pointed demon. to her and I said, this is Satara, not an asshole. Oh, okay. Oh, then Sophia cannot help but not blurt out the sex demon. <laughs> <laughs> Because Sophia's vice is pleasure, so she's like, cool, happy to meet you. You like high five, Satara? Yeah, yeah, I go in for the awkward, for the awkward high five. Yeah, Satara gives you a high five back and a, a wink. <laughs> but uh, she turns to Virgil and says, "What? What's going on up there? Were we experts in things going on over there? Like, what, is well, this our domain now? Come on, Virgil." Well, as knows. I said. Tesla an asshole, Flint asshole, over there, giant rock. Talk to me, said it's remaking the world. Seems probably not good, but it could be okay. I don't know. They gathered enough of the soul stones, but... They might have had our assistance in that. It says it's trying to create a new body. As the sun? I'm not sure. No, no, that's not the sun. That's, That's the thing that replaced the sun. Oh, cool. Uh, Is there any way we can get up there and make it stop? Can you teleport us over there, Satara? Uh, yes, that's something I could do. I don't want things to change. I don't, we, I can't go back to the way it was. Come I on. mean, I'm sticking with my original argument. I like the world the way it is. Let's go make them knock it the fuck off. Oh, Virgil. Look, look if, if I'm going to, if I'm going to be responsible for summoning a, a, a god that remakes the world, I want to make sure that god directly owes me several favors. Right? So it's not going to be this one. Yeah. <laughs> this is Kotor a bust for Sophia. <laughs> um, Cliff's probably able to hear a lot of this conversation that's happening on the roof above. What, yeah. what is he? Yeah. I don't know. Like, are y'all being quiet about it? No, no, we are not being quiet. We are being very loud. So she's enthusiastic. She's kind of like looking above and saying, "Why? 
Why is Victoria on your roof? <laughs> I, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> that's that's the best you got. I don't, know. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Why is Victoria on my roof? Who is Victoria? Oh hey, Vicky. Do I know if Penderin can hold her own in a fight? Or is she like a waif like, who'd carry like wave a handkerchief if she got bloodied? I mean, she's one of the inner circle, so... Yeah, but that doesn't... So is, you know... An old man who cracked his noggin <laughs> yeah, falling down exactly. the stairs. Like, these are yeah, not impressive I mean, people. Her husband is a fighter, but I don't know that she is. She looks like she's got a little moxie to her. We are. Then, then, then I mean, that's just Victoria, because she's been sleeping with Cliff. Yeah, she's uh, leaking. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Sophia will just lean over the over the roof and be like, this is... There's another god trying to be resurrected. Get up here and we're going to go stop it. Get in, losers. We're killing a god. If that happens, Kotor is totally screwed. <laughs> Who wants to teleport for the first time ever? This should be fun. Yeah. Yeah, let's do this. Um, I don't know if I should leave Pinder in or we take her. She's probably going to insist on going, I imagine. Yeah. So, I yeah just, no, if I gave her that as a hook, she's not going to stay here. Yeah, she's. while you're standing there thinking about it, she's climbing up the ladder. <laughs> well, there you go. Let's follow her up there. All right. Not what I wanted to do today, but you know what? Sometimes you don't have a choice. Satara looks at all of you and says, does everyone have everything they need? Is uh, Fitz coming with us? You know, you know what? My god-killing kit is actually down. Give me a minute. Let me run down and get it. <laughs> what do you mean? What? Like... So, I still have a lot of stress. Did we not do downtime or something? Or did I just not get rid no, of No, this stress? is rolled directly into the next event, so we're in, we're, we're all pretty stressed out. Okay. Yeah, so let's, uh, all right, let's go. And uh, Satara teleports all of you away. Good. That's a beautiful so, tapestry you just painted for us, Jeremy. So the, what's teleporting going to be like here? I think that what it feels like is that you all find yourself in the ghost field, just like Virgil normally sees it. And as uh, you feel yourself drawn towards the the point up there at on top of the uh, crow's nest, uh, as like the camera camera sort of focuses in on that point, you feel yourself stretched thinner and thinner, and then there's a loud bang as you reemerge uh, in our world on that side. Uh, and everyone, make a resolve check. Hello, it's John. Hope you've been enjoying the show. Thank you so much for listening to Moxie, which is from members of K-Cell. That's a little bit weird. So we've had two seasons. So the first um, was members of K-Cell with Delta Green. And then in this uh, series, we've been playing Blades in the Dark. Uh, So again, thank you, Blades in the Dark, for the awesome game. Um, So we've got some exciting news. We now have a Patreon set up, so you'll find us at patreon.com slash members of KCell, the letter K. And you can also find a link to that on our SoundCloud page. So we've got three tiers of membership. We've got fans of KCell at $3 a month, or your shout out on the recording. Then we've got uh, $5 a month, where you'll have that shout out, as well as access to some exclusive content on the Patreon. We're still trying to decide on that, but we've got some short stories that are related to the world building that Jeremy's been doing. And we probably will have uh, some 
content of us playing board games and things that we uh, we do when we have an off night and uh, we either can't play or maybe we're down a, a member or something like that. And then at the $8 a month level, it'll take uh, fan requests. So if you've got some ideas for things like names of characters um, or maybe a complication that would be fun for us to experience, you can uh, donate at the $8 level. We'll get in contact to you to uh, get your requests there. Um, we'd also like to shout out uh, The Green Box, which is a podcast about uh, Delta Green, RPGs, and other related topics. So Kevin, uh, who you hear on our show here, he's also on The Green Box as a regular member there. Uh, so if you're interested in learning a little bit more about um, some of the background of, of some of these different RPGs that are coming out, or uh, it's like a nice place and hear more from Kevin, where he's not playing a character. Um, as always, if uh, you'd like to see some of the things that Tapitha creates, uh, you can find her on Etsy at Quiet Nova Studios. Jeremy has some of his other writing not related to Dungeon um, Cell available on Amazon. He's got some short stories and novels. And uh, again, thank you so much for listening. If you want to give us a review on uh, Apple Podcasts, on SoundCloud, subscribe to us on both places, uh, and join our Patreon. Again, that's members of KSL on Patreon. We'd love that. That'd be awesome. Uh, Jeremy and them, they're moving soon. So that would be great if they could get some additional support there. Okay. So thanks again so much and back to the show. A six and a four. So zero stress, zero stress for Cliff, two stress for Iskra. I'm getting very close on stress here, guys. What, what is what is the manner of this uh, stress? The nausea, the vertigo, and the complete unnaturalness of traveling in this fashion. I'm gonna throw up on Cliff's shoes. You would. <laughs> that is discovered. Oh. Mm. All right. <laughs> What, tra- what trauma do I get? Three stress to oh, Sophia. Oh, shit. that puts you over? Babe, dad, baby's first trauma. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, one. I mean, I can retire tomorrow and win the game. So I'm not super. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you think? She was on board with KOTOR as a meme to begin with. Now that she's seen this and traveled through the ghost field, and now she's like fully. I'm going to say she's obsessed with, with uh, bringing back KOTOR. Okay. Now she's 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 fully she's invested now. She drank the Kool-Aid. <laughs> All right. Well, we got two obsessed characters. There we go. And there there something else happens when you break. I don't know what uh, I know you clear all your stress. Even yeah. is it even the uh Even even the overage, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you start off with zero stress. I thought you get like lost or something, but it may, it may not make any sense to have that happen here. But let me double check. When you suffer trauma, you're taken out of action. You're left for dead or otherwise dropped out of the current conflict, only to come back later shaken and drained. When you return, you have zero stress and your vice has been satisfied for the next downtime. I'm not. I'm not doing that. Yeah, it makes no sense for me not to show up here. Yeah, <laughs> you probably fall to Every, your knees. Everyone appears and <laughs> Sophia does not. Oh, so she no. falls off the no. side of the building. Yeah, no, we're we're not gonna do that. You just you take your trauma and then we move on. Uh, so yeah, uh, you find yourself up here on the top of the crow's nest. There is a uh, a strong wind blowing from the uh, the glowing soul stone that's in front of you. Everyone can feel the energy like just pouring off of it, even if you don't have any attune at all. I can feel the cosmos. 
standing next to it, you see Tesselin in her demonic form, uh, standing in front of the Soul Stone with her arms outstretched, and uh, Flint uh, standing there next to her. And when you appear, he turns around to face you guys. And he says, uh, that big rifle that he has starts to hum and to glow uh, as he says... You don't want to be here right now. So Flint's charging up his his gun thing, and we're all showed up. Yep, you all showed up. You've got you, uh, all four of you guys. You got uh, Lady Penderlin here. She's got like blue glowy flames on each hand at this point. Uh, you've got Satara. Uh, she's got her uh, her whip out, Ooh. and she looks at y'all and say, "I'll ha- I'll handle Teslin." The rest of you. Kinky. Take take care <laughs> Kinky. of Flint. Okay, uh, I'm gonna pull out my sonic screwdriver and wreck Flint. Sonic Maybe we can disassemble him. Maybe that's that's how we've gone wrong. I mean, I've okay. So here's my thinking on this. I've seen Flint several times, and because I'm a tinkerer at heart, I have been watching how he's put together and how this whole thing works. So. I'm gonna loosen some bolts and see what happens. All right, go ahead and make that wreck roll. I'm gonna wreck it. What's my position? Sophia, how good's your tinker? Because I could help if you think it would be useful. And my tinker is awful. Do, <laughs> do you want to ask Iskra who can tinker? Oh, I'm sorry, Iskra. <laughs> Iskra, how good's your tinker? Do you um, want some help on this roll? I, I've got two pips, so I don't necessarily need help like i i feel like i've got a halfway decent chance of success but if you've got the stress to spare i would not turn it down i mean i feel like i'm gonna take a trauma um and that's fine um so yes i do have enough stress to spare for this okay and i feel like it sort of makes sense because i've got the arcane features strange methods special ability gotcha so like a hole is a is an arcane thing so I feel like if you've been in, interested in figuring out how they work, I've been really interested in it. Yeah, too. we've probably so, been comparing notes. Right. So I can, I'll can i take a stress to help you on this roll. All right. So that'll okay. give you a bonus die. Take that bonus die. And I think in fiction, maybe I sort of like point out some stuff and be like, hey, I think you can... Right there. You know, right there where the right there, red thing know. is. Yeah. Well, that's oh, a six. You rolled a wreck. You rolled a wreck. I instead did. Instead of a... Is that what you needed? I'm That's trying to make matter. Flint's hull stop working. Or at least stop working to the point where he can't shoot us. Gotcha. So, yeah. That is what I cool. meant to roll. So you're going after Flint. And you rolled a 5, a 6, and a 4. There yeah. we go. Uh, so normally, because Flint's a hull, uh, you have uh, limited effect, effect against them. So uh, with your plan of how you've done stuff that gave you greater effect to standard. So that means that you can do your do your damage to him. So uh, you get in there, and uh, how, how are you getting at these screws? Describe that to me. Well, so like the holes, they have like tubing that carries like the electroplasmic energy. I'm thinking maybe we targeted, you know, that they've got some bind like straps that bind it so maybe we sort of kind of loosen or like remove some of them with you know leverage i've cut the power to his uh the gun part of his arm uh you're going in there uh you cut through some of that tubing and it's spraying out this like 
uh, <laughs> the steam that uh, was powering part of it. Who's up next? Why don't we go to Cliff? What are you doing, Cliff? Oh, boy. Uh, well, that depends. What is Penderin doing? Uh, I think <laughs> Penderin is going to look between the two and uh, say, we've got to stop that and rush Satara as well. Okay. Uh, Satara's the one on our side? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry, not Satara. Um, Teslin. So our enemies are Flint and, and Teslin. Teslin. Yeah. yeah. And Rock. Who's the red, cl- who's the red clock? Uh, the red clock is uh, the progress of what uh, they're trying okay. to do. Well, I mean, I guess I could help this crowd somehow, but I don't really know what way I would do it. Shoot some uh, guns. I guess I could jump in there. You got a bomb? I've got a gun. I'm going to hand you a really, really strong magnet. (laughs) Now, uh, using a gun at this against the hole is going to be limited effect because of its thick metal armor. Oh, I'm not going to get I'm not going to hand you a magnet. I'm going to hand you a vial of acid. Okay. pour pour this on one of the joints. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll try to wait until she's sort of his attention's turned toward Iska or something. And uh, just kind of dip this vial between uh, two of the plates. Okay. Hit him in the weak point. So Iskra, spend uh, a point of stress and mark one of your bandoliers of alchemicals for that. And uh, Cliff, that sounds like you're trying to apply poison to it, or apply acid, rather. That's not a skill I have. It's a prowl roll. I'm prowling it into a place. Is that how that works? Um... Ambush with close violence. You're not really ambushing him. Um, I mean, skirmish makes good sense, I think. I'm wrecking him. Brawl. I'm trying to actually wreck him. Like, you're Uh, literally trying to wreck him. You're trying to... I could go for that. All right, so let's see this wreck roll. So this is risky standard effect with the alchemical. Okay. Hell yeah. A six. There you go. Full effect. All right. So So did you have no ticks in wreck and then you added one i've got one so you should have well, rolled two yeah you should roll another one to see if you get that critical because iskra helped you with that stress okay so <laughs> 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 yeah, i rolled that a six a on my first and a one on the second you uh splash that acid and it starts melting through flint's you know white crow faceplate that it has sophia what are you doing i'm gonna uh hit teslin in the face with uh this big lamppost <laughs> okay, so you're gonna go after Teslin as well. Okay, yeah. so as a demon, uh, physical attacks have limited effect on her as well. <laughs> Damn, everything's limited, right? <laughs> if you want to attack Teslin, I toss you a demon bane charm. Uh, sure. Take a stress, and I select demon bane charm, and I throw it to him. Yeah. So, what did the demon oh. bane charms do? Does it say on the sheet? It does somewhere. Demons prefer to avoid it. So is that something you want? I don't know if that helps this. I mean, if it's going to help, then yes. If it's not, then no. Jeremy, what do you think? It has some sort of effect, so maybe it's going to help get past that. I think that if you, like, tied it to your lamppost, it would uh, make it more susceptible to damage. So yeah, well, it'll help you get past that limited effect. So you're up to standard. Yeah. Okay, so I took my stress, and I selected Demon Main Charm. I toss it over to uh, Sophia, and I say, Hey, put this little uh, mushroom charm on the end of your lamppost. It'll, it'll do, it'll help, I swear. 
give her a mushroom stamp. I'm trying to trying to decide if I can get if I can use misdirection here. Probably not. All right. Uh, what's misdirection hitter. do? Misdirection is like when you confuse someone deliberately and try to get their attention somewhere else. Well, I thought that was an ability you had. No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, she's probably paying attention to Satara at the moment, so she's at least a little yeah, bit I mean, distracted. Is she, is she paying more attention to Satara than me? Uh, this is all kind of happening at once, so Satara... Yeah, Satara and her are kind of, like, doing the, like, anime-style fighting, where they're, like, bamfing around and uh, hitting each other, but it's not, like, instantaneous. Uh, so they'll, like, stand in a place for a little bit and hit her. So any sort of benefit that Satara is giving you is kind of negated by the fact that you're not quite sure where they're going to be at, so you can't position yourself very All right, well. I'll just, I'll, I'll use a regular attack then. A five, three, and a five. All right, so a mixed success, unless you want to moxie that. Oh, actually, you're working against the uh, thing that is giving you moxie, so I think no one has moxie right now. <laughs> because uh, since I'm here was giving y'all moxie this whole time. But they get it from Kotor. Oh, right. That's this thing's name, isn't it? Yep, Sinsime. Because uh, Moxie first appeared as a thing for you guys once uh, Virgil had the Soul Stone. And when he asked uh, Sinsime to help you guys out, uh, that's this thing that's been happening. Oh, okay. Interesting. So anyway, uh, you are able to hit. Uh, so a five means that you have a mixed success. So you're going to do your two damage to it. Two ticks on its clock, rather. But uh, I think you're caught in kind of some of the, like, blowback of them appearing uh, one of these times. So take a level one harm. What's a good harm for being... Uh... I'm going to resist it with armor, so it doesn't matter. Okay, yeah, so you would have taken that harm, but uh, your armor soaks it up. There we go. So Virgil, what you doing? Mm -hmm. It probably... Is the god trying to reach out to me? It is not trying to reach out to you, no. Okay. So we've, we've hit Flynn a couple of times. Um, he's not yet gotten off a hit on us, right? Uh, correct. Because that's, that's how the game works, I remember. Right. I really just want to rip his freaking soul right out of that hole. Um, do it. But it's, well, it, do it. I'm going to pull out my fine lightning hook, and I wave it in Flint's face, and I say, you remember this fucking thing? <laughs> I fling it in like a little... Uh, crease i see that's opened up on the side of his uh of the hole and i try and get that fine lightning hook in there to get hold of his soul all right so, so it's gonna be an attune roll and i'd say it's standard effect yeah that definitely gets past his armor of, uh past his limited armor so risky position uh yeah risky and standard effect you said right that's right okay anyone want to help me or i got three peps so I'll probably get something. I mean, I can apply a foresight. We can justify it. And does that give me uh, an increased effect or um, an extra die? An extra die. Yeah. Well, do you want to do that, Flint? Okay. Cliff? Maybe Cliff's been uh, talking to you about how it would be best to go against, uh, go up against Flint. Give me a legal argument for why Flint deserves to die. <laughs> why Flint deserves to die? Yeah. He already uh, did. Well, yeah. So he's it's not, wrong he's that no he's... Longer human. That's right. Okay. It's good enough for me. <laughs> <Don't die. laughs> Alright. Uh, I, I roll a one, two fours, and a six. 
There you go, a six. So, yeah, you get in there, and you can feel the lightning hook, like, latch into his soul, and the machine starts jerking a little bit, uh, but it's still going. Holes are designed to keep souls inside of them, so you're having to fight past that as well. Sitara has been fighting this thing for a little bit, and uh, Penderlin is, like, throwing these blue fireballs at Teslin, uh, trying to subdue them, so they've both been doing that, and time is also passing, so I'm gonna put another another tick on this uh, this clock here. Where is the rock? Uh, so the rock is, it's probably like 15 feet up above the, above the roof, uh, hovering there. Uh, like the way that y'all are standing, it seems to be like directly underneath the, uh, the eclipse that's going on ahead, which does not seem to have moved from its full, uh, totality yet. So I sorry. So it's not something I can interact with. So that's fine. Uh, I mean, it depends on how you want to interact with it. What are you <laughs> wanting to do? I don't have any way to do it. So okay. Oh, you were wanting to start beating it with your uh, with or your... just like roll it off the building or you know something. Yeah. So what what is it that you do want to do then, Sophia? Uh, I'll hit Tesla again. All right. Let's see it. A one, a one, and a six. <laughs> <laughs> By the skin of your teeth, you're able to smack her. She looks at you and she growls and she says, you don't know what you're doing. This is the way it has to be. And pick the wrong God, bitch. uh, Satara says, we can't go back to the way it used to be, Teslin. We have to move to the new world. Iskro, what are are you doing now? Uh, You're kind of holding on to the back of Flint as he's moving around. There's the acrid stench of the acid eating away at the faceplate and uh you you can see virgil over there tugging on the front side of him with his uh lightning hook do i see anything particularly interesting about his physiognomy i mean there's lots of interesting things he's a uh animated robot thank you jeremy i will kick you in the dick later um so i don't need to hear about your weird sex lives (laughs) I'm looking specifically for, I don't know, exposed wires, something that would be particularly, you know, I'm just going to wreck him again. Let's keep taking them apart. I'm going to wreck him. God damn it. That's a one and Oof. a three. So no. A one um, and a three. So, I think somebody's getting their ass shot. So you, uh, like, as you try to scramble to get a better position, you think you see something sparking. Uh, and you're like, oh, it'd be great if I could interfere with that some. And as you're trying to get into position, you you find yourself tossed off of the back of him. I'm going to give you the level one harm tumbled. And uh, because you're losing a little bit of time, I'm going to just tick this clock forward a little bit. What's what's the red clock again? It's uh, not good. I think it's how long until the god's done with his preparations or the eclipse happens or something like that. Okay. I'm worried that like if we just kill Flint and Teslin, the god still wins. None of us have anything to, any way to interact with the god, so. You know. I mean, I could shoot freaking lightning at him. See if that... Yeah, there you go. So, okay, the god was not functioning when he was in a bunch of different parts. Can we maybe chisel at him a little bit? He's flying in the air, so most of us, as far as most of us can't get to him. I mean, there's that. Um, yeah. So let's go to Cliff. Cliff, what are you doing? 
You said the uh, the acid is eating away at the faceplate, right? That's right. You think maybe that faceplate's pretty weak now? I would say it's probably pretty weak. You can see like gears turning uh, through the uh, the eye the eye holes of the crow's mask. Uh, all right. Well, let's uh, whip out my pistol. Try to line up a shot as best I can uh, and go for it. All right. Uh, I want to maybe do a devil's bargain here. Okay. Um, Unless someone wants to help me specifically. I need uh, I need to make this count. For a devil's bargain, I'll say that you can get an extra die and get great effect, but no matter what, he is going to land a hit on you. Okay. Uh, great effect. Alright, so I'm trying to line up the shot, and he whips around and sees me by a weapon aimed, and he yep. starts to barrel forward, and I try to use that, uh, you know, try to help my shot with a six, two and a nice. six. six. That is going to uh, do three ticks on its clock uh, as uh, uh, you hit it and its uh, head whips to the side, but it slams into you. Uh, Take the level one harm pummeled. Okay. All right. And uh, don't forget, y'all, that these level one harms are giving people less effects, so just be careful about that. Um, Be careful. All right, uh, so Virgil, like, Flint just rushed past you, uh, and a shot rings out. Uh, He turns back around to you, and you can see that the uh, faceplate is just a dangled wreck. Um, The gears behind it are still turning, but they're, like, hitching and not turning quite as well. You can hear them grinding, and he says, If I'm going down, you're going with me. And is he doing anything, then? Uh, yeah, I think he's gonna start running at you. And is my fine lightning hook still in him? Um, no, when he ran past you, it was left in your hand. So it it got dislodged from his soul. Yeah. Well, I think I'm gonna, I I guess I wanna, if he runs at me and hits me, uh, we're going off the side of this building, I assume? Ooh, that sounds fun. (laughs) I'm gonna let him run at me. And then try and get out of the way before, you know, like maybe with a grappling hook or something. I've got climbing gear. Do you have climbing gear? I've got climbing gear. So you're going to try to like last minute dodge him over the edge? Basically, yeah. (laughs) All right. Yeah, I, I, I get my climbing gear. I sort of like throw a line like off to the side. Like, in such a way that maybe he doesn't realize it. And then I just, like, wave at him and I say, like, come at me. Let's go to hell tonight. And <laughs> then I roll climb, jump, run. That's yeah. prowl. Yeah. Right? I, yeah. I could go with prowl. All right. I, okay. You, risky? You, yeah, it's risky. It's hella risky. This, I, I, would, I would say that this even qualifies as a desperate. Take that XP tick. Let's do desperate. Let's go to hell. <laughs> Let's do it. Desperate standard. Uh, des- I'll I'll say that this is desperate great because if this he's works, gonna, yeah. it's gonna be amazing. He's he's gonna fucking run off this building. How much stress you say, got? <laughs> oh, I got I got one. I'm one away from a trauma, buddy. <laughs> yeah, trauma. Here we come. Tough, All right, no bonus die. Yeah, unless uh, does <laughs> oh, so I roll a three. 
So I can moxie that up, though. Well, you no. could, except we don't have moxie. We don't. Oh, we're out of moxie, right? Oh, okay. Shit. Cool. Let's uh, go can, can I throw my grappling hook at him? So, um, so Jeremy, the so I roll a three. So that's a. Uh, failure right right so so i am not like i think by definition i'm not able to get out of the way right right so he he gets me and we go off the side of this building and then the question i've got is i i'm saying the line i've i'm holding on to he's holding on to me i'm holding on to this line does this line hold are we all going down so i i think that what happens is that like in uh in your hurry the line itself didn't hold and like as he grabbed you you can feel it give you get just tackled by this half ton machine and tumbled over the side in in the tumble he loses his grip on you and he falls and falls and falls and shatters on the ground at the base of the crow's nest but the camera pans up and we see you clinging to the edge of it by your fingertips the top of the crow's nest you don't have your line (laughs) But you are going to need to take the level... I got broken ribs or something, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I think that this is the level... Trampled? Level three harm trampled. Yeah. Yep, he does need he help. He got tackled by a tank, essentially. Yeah. But you... You're even still though alive. you failed, you still managed to take Flynn out. Or... <laughs> well... Uh, we'll see. <laughs> kind of took himself out. I mean... Flynn took himself out. We're not going to give. We're never going to give Virgil this win. <laughs> All right. So Flint's no longer a problem again, uh, or forever. question mark <laughs> for now. <laughs> hey, I feel like for for twenty episodes of this show, basically, I've been wanting to re-kill this guy, and Jeremy <laughs> let me do it, and I appreciate it. <laughs> Um, I in life. Um, I'm really worried. So, uh, so yeah, uh, Satara and Penderlin are still uh, duking it out with Teslin over there. There's lots of flashing lights. Uh, Satara has uh, has whipped Teslin with her spiky whip, and as uh, as she's holding her there, Penderlin like jumps up from behind her and hits her on both sides of the head with her blue flamed hands. Think things are looking pretty good, guys. No, they're not. Has anyone helped me up off the side of this building? No, you'll be fine. I want to hit Tesla <laughs> again with the lamppost. You're going to hit Tesla again? Okay, let's see it. And I think I will push myself. There you oh, go. Six. A six. There, go. there we go. So, yeah, uh, as, uh, uh, as Penderlin moves her hands back, you follow with, like, an overhead swing with your, uh, your lamppost. Uh, leaving Teslin's head ringing. All right, uh, let's see Cliff. Cliff, what are you up to? Well, we've got the hole is is done, it's taken care of. Uh, Virgil, you said, was hanging off the edge? Yeah. Yeah. He'll be fine. Other problems. (laughs) Y'all saw Virgil go over the edge. Other problems. Well, if he's, I was going to try to help him up, but if he's too far gone, He's not too far gone. <laughs> you just have your priorities. Cliff, if, I guess, focus. He's I alive. Guess poor Virgil is just dead. You he could sacrifices. look. <laughs> no, no. Priorities. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, alas, poor Virgil. I really need you. 
Do we have any ideas on how to stop God from resurrecting itself? Because, like... I'm hoping once Tezman is dead that our demon can deal with it. I, that's all my. That's all I can think of. Well, okay. Why don't you bite Tezlin with your weird mouth or something? Why do you assume I have a weird mouth? <laughs> I guess one of my players took all his teeth down, put eel teeth in. I I'm have extra teeth. They're not in my mouth. I just <laughs> that's, have that's them. That's weird. Yeah, exactly. They're yeah, not she has in that my tooth mouth. Necklace from uh, the like Scovlander woman that you yeah. killed a few weeks ago. Cliff, what are you doing? I'm gonna help Virgil get up. Cliff, <laughs> is that not what you want? All right. No. Yes. No. Okay. Hold well, on. So, Cliff. I so, saw my friend fall down. I'm gonna help him up. It's fine. We'll just all die when this fucking demon die. takes over the fucking world and right. remakes everything. Do you... but at least at least Cliff will be al- or Virgil will be alive for another two seconds. You know. <laughs> Great idea. So you can either help him up and. Everything will be fine, but uh, you're going to be doing that for a little while. Or you can try to help him up quickly and make a roll. Uh, Teslin, he, he fell down. Is Teslin focused on him now? Or, or what? No, Te- Teslin no. is busy with uh, Satara and okay. Uh, Penderlin. Okay. Uh, and will... and Sophia. Okay, Thank Sophia. You. All right, so I'll take my time, though. Uh, he's not in any like, super immediate danger. We'll be careful and pull him up. Okay. Iskra? I'm going to wreck God. Okay, how are you going to wreck God? God? With a grenade. (laughs) So remember, we know, the main thing we know about these rocks is I gave myself the superpower of being able to suck up any soul life I got the rocks close enough to. Uh So just keep that in mind. I'm I'm not really sure what you're getting at here. Well, wreck would normally be a punch or something, right? I mean, I'm throwing a grenade at it. Yeah, so that's a hunt roll. No, it's not. What? No. It is not. Hunt, Jeremy, is hunt a target, gather information about its location and movements, or attack with precision shooting. That's not what I'm doing. I'm wrecking it. I am applying, I am wrecking a place, item, or obstacle, the item being God, with savage force. (laughs) From a grenade. All right, so let's do it. Throw that grenade. Throwing it. Um, See that wreck roll. uh, Is this going to be limited effect? Um, because I'm tumbled. Does it, is this gonna have any effect? Is this gonna have any? Am I doing anything like, here? I I think it will have limited effect on it. Yeah. All right. That's a two and a three. So no, it does nothing. The orphans at the base worse of the crow's that. nest get so yeah. Surprised. Worse than that, it bounces off. Does it land on my head, Jeremy? Probably. No, I I think what it does is it lands in the group over by Satara. Yeah, I think that what it does is it uh, blows up and it kind of concusses Lady Penderlin and Satara enough time for Teslin to get free. Um, And, like, Sophia, you're not taking any damage from this or anything, but you're, like, you, like, stumble back as Satara and uh, Penderlin lay there on the ground. Okay. All right. That means that they're not going to get their stuff on Teslin this time, but this clock is gonna go forward. Sophia. I tried. I'll hit Teslin again. Another six. six Another more, six. Alright. Look, this lamppost is it's slow and steady wins the race, man. <laughs> Hasn't let me down yet. Talk to me about this. I mean she's busy, the grenade goes off and it blows the other two away and she doesn't look she's not looking my way and I just bring it down like straight down in the back of her back of her head from above. Like like a you know, hammer blow. Yeah. What happens to her body? 
uh, she falls down on the ground, uh, and her body dissolves and uh, becomes like this. It looks like water from the void sea as it gets slurped up into the rock floating up above you guys. Oh, cool. I made it more powerful. Great. Yep. But Teslin's Teslin's no more. Tes- just Teslin us. is no more. Just us uh, another, another, you know what? Another opening in the uh, cir- in the circle of the moon. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you know, hey, like Sataro, I mean, blast this rock or something, you know. So Cliff, uh, Cliff, you're able to get Virgil up onto the roof, and all of you are standing there. Uh, Cliff, you see Penderlin laying on the ground, her her blue ceremonial robes scorched by. Uh, Iskra's grenade. So, so I'm up on the roof again, right? Yep. Yeah, I, I got, I got just a little bit of strength left. I want to try and uh, use my reliable tempest powers to, uh, to try and blow a hole in this god. Okay. So, so to be clear, you're going to be channeling electroplasmic energy towards the glowing rock. Oh, are you're trying to suggest that might not work out, right? Uh, right. It did. I just want to make. I just want to make, sh- make right. sure y- okay. you know what's going to happen if this roll fails. I mean, we're all gonna die anyways. This has been Jeremy's end goal the whole time. <laughs> so okay, right. So if this thing feeds on electroplasmic energy, which is what you're suggesting, right? Uh, I shooting well, I, it yes. with electroplasmic energy is could go could go very wrong if this roll fails. If if it succeeds, it's gonna work. I'm not going to. Oh, don't don't fail then. Come on. Okay. So all right, is everybody behind me on shooting this guy with lightning? Shoot him. I got one tick left in my stress, so I have to push myself. So I yeah, but traumas are fine. Right. Just so don't get obsessed. I'm can someone help? Trauma. Maybe. No, we can't help him. Do we choose the trauma now? You can go ahead and if one of those looks right to you, you can go ahead and pick it, or we can choose a little later. Haunted seems fine, probably. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the descriptions are of these things. Well, let's just choose a little later. Okay. All right, so Tempest, I push myself. I've done that. I'm going to unleash unleash a stroke of lightning as a weapon. Now, so I roll a tune, and I That's give right. myself a bonus dice for pushing myself. Correct. And I've got some vials of electroplasmic energy. I've poured those on my arm before to give me bonus strength. Your Baja Blast. Yep, my Baja Blast O, which I've not used a whole lot more. So I'm going to take that. So is that, will that give me another bonus die? Uh, yep. What's our position here? Desperate? Yes, this is very much a desperate thing you're doing. And my effect is? Great. Um, okay. Does anyone else have anything they want to do to help him? I mean, uh, I mean, I can, I can lend my last foresight to give him a help. Give him your last foresight. Do it. Do it. Okay. There um, you go. I'm up to to six six dice. There we go. Roll Does those six else, dice. Does anyone else want to help me? That's or a is big that, pool. Can help only be once. Uh, I think help is only once. Okay. All right. Let's see what happens. That's okay. How did you not get two sixes? <laughs> I got yeah. a one, two threes, a four, a five, and a six. Listen, that's enough. I'll take it. There we go. And it's desperate, so I give myself a tick and resolve. Is that right? Uh, yep. So your lightning. Oh, we've been desperate for this whole for the last several hits, or no? I think it was specifically ju- uh, just Virgil because he was okay. dangling and 
Um, yeah. All of that. So your lightning shoots forth, it arcs out of your hands and wraps around the uh, the stone that's hanging uh, in the air up above you. You can feel the the ghost field around you like surge and course like waves in an ocean as this energy uh the energy that you're channeling from the ghost field is like just coursing through this soul stone um and it's just in a matter of seconds there's a loud crack the glow dims and the uh giant soul stone snaps in half uh and tumbles onto the onto the crow's nest below uh, right in front of you guys break it into more pieces you put me to send it out on the ship and drop it into the fucking ocean break it into a lot of pieces and then scatter it into the ocean uh satara satara stands up and she walks over to you and puts her hand on your shoulder and said, Good job, Virgil. You did a good thing. She looks at Sophie and says, You you don't want to put it into the ocean at this point. Be the biggest goddamn leviathan you've ever seen if you did. <laughs> I, don't, I don't hunt leviathans. I collapse on the ground. <laughs> oh, don't be hyperbolic. He's got <laughs> lots of broken things inside of him. <laughs> it is true. He's very hurt. <laughs> When you got help from your three harmony, that should have dropped to a two. Uh, what, what should have? What would have dropped that? Because like when you have a level three harm, you, you're on, you're non-functional unless someone helps you. Oh yeah. yeah. But I think once you get the help, it drops down to a two. Yeah, yeah. So so now you're just broken rib level two. Um, oh, so uh, I should have gotten one fewer D. Actually. Yeah, but that would have just dropped a one off of there. So right, yeah, because that was the last thing I rolled. Okay. So Cliff, uh, as you're trying to help Penderlin, uh, you see that that she's exhausted and she's tired. She's not hurt, as far as you can tell from the uh, grenade, but she does seem concussed from it. She's exhausted and tired. She's yep. not hurt. Exhausted, tired, and concussed. She's all tuckered out. Yeah. <laughs> she needs a nap and a she- meal. She does not have any visible wounds. And a bath. Better do a full search, make sure she's fine. (laughs) Alright. Look, I say that that because they are in a consensual relationship, alright? So it's not creepy. It's a little creepy. Anyways. Alright, so y'all, uh, y'all beat God Puzzle Part (sighs) 2. We killed God. God. I would have had to chase the fucking train down and get get the rest of Kotor back. (laughs) (laughs) No, Sophia. We're going home. Look, there's a there's a big difference between between a, a random god resurrecting and causing problems, and then you causing god resurrecting it, like own you one, you know? Mm, yeah. Can we break this thing into many pieces, or can we trust Satara to somehow break this thing into many pieces? Like, what should we do with the remains? Satara says that the best thing to do would be to put it somewhere no one can find it, and she asks if you guys know where it came from. Uh, well, I mean, uh. Uh, Flint had part of it. It was in the train just now. It was in the crow's Mm. nest, the biggest part of it, in that room with the the coffins. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. If it was there in the crow's nest all this time and I didn't know about it, then that would probably be the safest place. There's something about this. vampire problems here. There's something about this tower that makes things strange so we're gonna leave it off there we'll just say that you guys take the 
take the stuff back with you to the law office for now. And um, uh, we'll close the curtains on this this particular arc of Moxie. So let's... uh, Let's do end of session stuff. So let's start with uh, Virgil. So for my trauma, I think I I think reckless probably makes sense for. Yeah, I, my I trauma. was thinking reckless as well when so you were reckless, talking about. How- yeah, means that I now have little regard for my own safety or best interests. That sort of plays into my character there at the end. I kind of thought about not saving myself, just letting take me off that that tower and <laughs> tired of this for character. The best. No, no, I wasn't tired of the character. I was trying to think. I thought Virgil might want, might be okay with that. Anyway. Might want to die. Eh, you know, save his friends. So let's see. So every time I roll desperate action, so I did two and I marked them already. Good. Uh, address a challenge with knowledge or arcane power at least twice. Yeah, I'd give yourself two for that. Expressed my beliefs, desires, heritage, or background once, I guess, and then I want Flint to be dead. Struggle with issues for my vice or trauma. Uh, not particularly. So that'd be three for me. There we go. Let's do Cliff next. Uh, you adjust a challenge with calculation or conspiracy. Uh, I'll say, uh, you know, activating my acid trap card worked in this case. Sure. I <laughs> uh, pictured your belief drives, heritage, your background. You know, this may be the first time I didn't run away. So I don't know. Yeah, that's that's gross. I don't know if I should Very say true, yeah. that that doesn't count, or if it does count by exploring character growth. Uh, I well, it's growth. I made a I point. Run away! I mustn't run away. I made a point to try to mack on Lady Pender, and while everything was going down. So yeah, that's my that's my drive, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. And you struggle with issues from your vice or traumas? Nah, not really. Oh man, Cliff's the only one without a trauma now. Weirdo. Yeah, I never had a trauma. That's what More happens when you play it safe. Uh, All right. It is cool now. Let's go to Iskra. All right. Um, I I don't think I rolled any desperate actions unless I did that last time. You addressed a challenge with technical skill or mayhem. Hell yeah, I did. At least twice. Yeah. yeah. And if we're counting from the last time, then several many times. Well, no, that's we did this last time too, so. Okay. Just... All right. Well, then I'm going to take two and that bumps me up a level. There you go. Uh, you express your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background. I once again tried to kill God, so I'm going to go with yes. <laughs> I'm once again <laughs> asking you to kill God. <laughs> uh, struggled with your vice or traumas during this session. I don't think so. All right. I know what I'm going to take. I'm going to take saboteur. When you wreck, the work is quieter than it should be, and the damage is hidden from casual inspection. Oh, there you go. That's pretty useful. All right, Sophia. All right, um, I definitely addressed... Uh, I guess I didn't really address anything with Deceptor Influence this time. Um, but I did uh, talk about my belief drives, heritage, background. Yeah. And then I think gaining a trauma is uh, definitely a struggle. Yeah. Yeah, I would go for that. So let me, I'm going to take, take Functioning Vice. When you indulge your vice, you may adjust the die outcome by one or two up or down, and any ally who joins you may do the same. There you go. Now that I've gotten a trauma, I realize that I gotta take that a little more seriously, and now my, you know, my, my pleasure barge trips aren't just for fun anymore. Now they're working, and I gotta. Now they're for therapy. I gotta gotta gotta, gotta recruit people to help with resurrection resurrection of Kotor. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was that was something that I'd forgotten about. If you don't indulge your vice during downtime, you take stress equal to the, your numbers of trauma, which hasn't mm. been an issue except 
now that we have people with trauma, it is. And I'd completely forgotten about that for all of the times Tabitha hasn't relieved stress, but we're not gonna try to... Yeah, we're not gonna try to figure any of that out. So because I got a trauma, I probably would get another XP. Go ahead and give yourself a tick there, too. Okay. All right, and let's do Moxie. I don't think it would have affected me because I typically do indulge my vice if I'm over like half stress. I mean, so you're probably right about that. It I probably wouldn't it have. So. Uh, sorry. So we, I mean, I guess we successfully sabotaged a god. We did. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I would go with that. Uh, we fucked up his whole we business. We definitely contended with challenges above our station. Yeah. <laughs> really? Um, we bolstered so. our reputation of uh, didn't, didn't leave any bodies because the body turned into muck or spare parts. <laughs> I mean, do you see a body in that hole? No, it's a bunch of mechanical pieces. I'm keeping those. Uh, and I think we definitely express the gr- drives in your confidence of the crew. If we can make an argument for any one more of those, we'll, we'll level up. Uh, I would say uh, challenges above your current station twice. All right. So yeah. listen, before or beginning of next session, we need to figure out a an advancement. I don't want to do it right now. But. Yeah. Uh, one last thing, as we see the crew descending the crow's nest, the camera pans up. We see the eclipse ending, the moon moving over the sun, but the sun looks a little bit different. The broken remnants of it seem a little bit further apart from each other, and we will end there. Ready. Good job, y'all. That was, I think that was fun. Yeah, I'm sure. We did a big, big boss fight. We've definitely got to talk about some fucking serious promotions for Sophia and the club there. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's, there's an opening. I fought another god. I mean, come on. Oh, yeah. 